You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today's episode is going to be all about traveling, tips and tricks we've learned along the way, traveling fails, and inspirational travel, like solo trips. But before we get into all of that, we wanted to give you a heads up that we will be hosting a live holiday hangout again for friends of the show on Patreon before Thanksgiving this year to kick off the busy holiday season. We did one last year a little bit later in the season, and it was so fun and helpful to kind of get our ducks in the row and celebrate with all of you, get our heads in a good space going into the holidays. So we're still finalizing the exact date and details, but if you are a friend of the show on Patreon, keep your eye out for details soon. And if you are not yet a friend of the show, but have been thinking about joining us over on Patreon, now would be a great time. For just $5 a month, you get to support the work we do to bring you the podcast, and you get the bonus content we create for Patreon members over there. You can follow the link in our show notes to find out more about becoming a friend of the show. Okay, let's check in with a little what's happening around the neighborhood for you first. Okay, I want to share that Halloween decorating here in late September is underway, and Chris is really leaning into the DIY Halloween decor. So listeners may know Halloween is not my favorite holiday. Mm -hmm. It is probably Chris's, and he brings all the enthusiasm. The kids love it, and so I feel like it just makes me happy to see them get all into it. So anyway, I wanted to share that Chris found this couple who shares their awesome DIY Halloween builds and creations online. They have a whole YouTube channel and such. It's called Wicked Makers. And I'll share the link. I'm going to subscribe immediately. I I think you're going to love it. are going to be sharing uh, Pinterest boards, I think, pretty soon. Yes. So I wanted to mention a couple of things that he's made. I have one show and share right here on the table. It is a plastic skull that has a wax candle in the top. And so this was just like a $5 skull head from Mm -hmm. Target that Mm -hmm. then you drill a hole in and put a wax candle and drip some wax around. So we had fun making that with the kids. Now, the piece de resistance so far (laughs) has been a life-size mummy that he created. Now, listen to this. And it's going to sound dangerous, but it wasn't. Okay. (laughs) I will post some photos of this. Okay. First, he wrapped Dash in plastic wrap (laughs) and then he wrapped them in duct tape and it created an amazing mummy that he stuffed with newspaper and he's going to hang it in one of our trees like with chains around it and so anyway you do this in like sections and obviously you don't cover their nose and mouth but it was oh dash probably loved that too. oh he loved it it was really fun and um we're going to do cedric next and Chris wants to also be made into a mummy. So I think I'm on <laughs> You're going to be on mummy duty. For that. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, I will share some photos and share that link. I love this. I love this spirit around here. Well, we are, my Halloween decor is all, already up. I'm still working on some finishing touches, but we are also just freshening our house. We got new living room couches. Oh, I can't wait to see. And a new rug. I put up a new shelf above the TV and curtains finally in mm. our main, like, like the main living area. So there was some in the kitchen. We did matching ones in the living room and it is just lovely. Mm. It's like one of those things that you've been wanting to do for a really long time. And we had the budget and it was like, okay, let's get it all ordered while, while we're on that. And it was, it's such an improvement. I love it so much. I love that. Yeah. 
Okay. We have talked about traveling before, and it's actually been a while, I was yeah. realizing as I looked back. So in some of our past episode, Snacks on a Plane, which I love that title so much. Yes. One of our all-time best titles. And then the other one was when our kids were still all having multiple applesauce pouches, oh and we actually gosh. made a cocktail that was delicious yes. out of one. And the title of that one was Travel Goals and Pouch Cocktails. I love So that's it. where our headspace was. It has been a while. But if you want to go back and listen, you can check those out. But lots has changed, obviously, since then. So we thought it was time for an update. Let's start out by keeping it super real, shall we? We've all had a less than stellar trip before. Can you recount a traveling fail story before we share our hard-earned wisdom? Oh, yes. So I had many experiences to choose from and not necessarily whole trip fails, but just, you know, I had many things, but I'm going to talk about two. And I would say these are more the overall trip was not as enjoyable. So more of the travel fail. And actually they both happened last summer in 2022. So The first one, we took a short trip with our family and Chris's sister and her family up to Pine, Arizona for just probably like two or three nights last summer. And this is the mountainy Arizona little town where we actually do our Mm -hmm. annual um, retreat Mm -hmm. summit. It's beautiful. It's cooler in the summer. So all good things. But it's not so much that it was a disaster, but just experiencing it. And even when we were like driving back home, I was just like, that really was a lot of work and wasn't very relaxing or enjoyable. <laughs> right, right. And it, it really was because we had a two-year-old yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. And just given we were staying in this big house with all of our family, which was so great, but there's not a lot or really anything to do in Pine mm-hmm. with a toddler. There's not parks and playgrounds. You're just basically in the forest and Mm -hmm. not even necessarily in forest where you just go out and walk around. It's like really rocky and hilly and just, it's kind of everyone's private property. Right. So we're just in this big house, you know, it's not our house, so we don't have our same toys and routines and stuff. It's just just like parenting in a different, less conducive setting with a toddler or a baby, really. And then you have the sleeping somewhere Mm -hmm. else. She's not a great napper. Mm -hmm. And so travel throws that. So it just was one of those where when you travel with kids, it's always going to be work, but you hope that maybe the fun and the work at least like cancel each other out. But this one was way more work than fun. Yeah. And it just was like, kind of like, Neh. I'd rather have stayed home probably yeah, a little bit, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. So that was one. And then the other one that happened last summer as well. So we spent a month in Wisconsin at our Eau Claire house, but in there we took a little trip to Madison, Wisconsin. I think it was for five nights. So it's a pretty good trip. And we had great experiences in Madison. I loved the city and there were several fun things, but mm-hmm. honestly, the kids just really took away from the enjoyment <laughs> once again on a few occasions. <laughs> yeah. I do think I remember that sleep overall was just challenging. Yeah. Just the configuration of where they were sleeping and whatnot. Sleep is always a challenge for us mm-hmm. traveling. But in particular, I remember I was just like, okay, the only thing I want to do when we're in Madison, the only thing I want to rent bikes. It's mm-hmm. like a super bikeable city mm-hmm. and I want to go bike along the water. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, we'll put Maven a tra- in a little trailer, bike mm-hmm. trailer, and we'll bike to go get ice cream. Yeah. That, like, like, I don't even know. care where we bike. Exactly. To. Yeah. I'll just try to entice the kids, make it fun. But that's all I want to do. Yeah. Here is what happened. <laughs> we went, we get to the bike rental shop and it's like, all right, things are still looking good. We're getting yeah. bikes for everyone. We get the trailer for Maeve. We get all set up. 
Basically, as soon as the wheels start moving, one of my kids starts complaining about the bike that we rented for them. And I mean, I'm talking about within 10 minutes, it is a full stop refusal to go any farther. You're like, friend, this will not be just like your bike at home. It has ended before it's even begun. Uh-huh. So we're trying to salvage. We're offering all the incentives. Yeah, it, like just, it's like just a point, little let's bit. Let's just push, push through. Exactly. Yeah. It is not happening. So Chris takes this kiddo and Maeve <laughs> and he's like, I know this is so important to you. You continue on with the remaining boy and <laughs> see if you Wharton. can salvage this. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So we continue. Now, it now is you're both. by yourself. I am by myself with the, with the one kid. And it's like, all right, we're going to uh-huh. make the most of it. Now, it is both warmer than mm-hmm. I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. As, as those things as go. As it always right? happens. Yeah. And it's farther than I yeah. expected it to be. <laughs> now that we're really only powered by our legs. Yeah. And so this kid had a really good attitude, mm-hmm. but probably for 20 to 30 minutes. And I was kind of expecting us to be out for like an hour or so. I, we did not ever even make it to the ice cream. <laughs> and we were like just getting to where it's like, okay, we're we by the this. water. We're in the shade. We're in these yes. beautiful neighborhoods. Yes. And it was like, and it's done. <laughs> it's so done. we turn it around. Is futile effort. Uh, abort mission. Make it back. <laughs> I have to wonder too what the guy at the bike rental shop is thinking. Oh, I mean, yeah. we literally left. And like five minutes later, here comes Chris. And yeah. it's like, nope, we're back. And then the rest of the family <laughs> trickles back in 20 minutes later. So anyway, maybe we will get to do a take two on that one well day. Well-intentioned. Yes. Great idea. Thank you. It's just Thank kids, you. man. And I think that that was tough for me. That was like a tough blow because yeah. I had just been like, I'm saying this is all I want. Right. And I'm trying to set the bar low. Reasonable. Yeah. And I tried because I, I can have high expectations and I felt like I was trying to accommodate mm-hmm. people. So that was mm-hmm. difficult. Okay. I have a couple. One is really more a theme that happens on many trips. Please share. And then the other was a particularly ridiculous beginning of a trip. So first of all, we discovered, Jeremiah and I, that he is like a cannot have fun till we get to the place and we're set up and checked in Uh, and ready to go. Okay. Okay. I don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. But what happens in service of getting there often Mm -hmm. is that we will show up very hungry very thirsty, very tired. Cause he's like, well, it's just 30 more minutes. Okay. But you don't take into account like looking for a parking spot and getting your bags out of the car gotcha. and, or like stopping for a quick meal. Yeah, Like, like it's just, it, it always takes longer to get to the point where you're eating actual food yes. than you think it's going to. Yes. So this came, I mean, this has happened on, I'm not joking you every trip we took for like our first five oh. years of marriage, it really came to a culmination in Maui because you're on this really long flight and you're just like, well, it's a tiny island. I just have to get to my right. hotel. But it was like the first few nights we were staying in an Airbnb. No, not an Airbnb, a bed and breakfast. Okay. Which then there's just not as much like, right. it's not like there's like a hotel restaurant, right? So we get there and we are just fighting like cats and dogs. Like we're tired from in the paradise. flight. We're in paradise and just F-bombs are flying. Like we are so mad. And it, is, and it feels in that moment like we shouldn't have gotten married. Right. If we can't get right. along in Maui, where can we get That's along? Right. We ended up at a McDonald's. No joke. Because it was like the the um, bed and breakfast was in kind of just like an older part of town, not the super right. touristy, which ended up being great. But 
at that moment when you're starving. We ended up at a McDonald's. I was crying into my chicken nuggets. Jeremy was so mad. And it was like, it took us a few trips to realize like you, this is happening because you are hangry. Mm -hmm. Like you need some preventative snacks and you need to stop. Even if it's like, okay, I'm almost there. Maybe stop and have dinner before you check in or whatever. Yes. Have dinner at the airport before you try to find your hotel, whatever it needs to be. So you're not, so we've rectified that situation. Another thing that happened on our first vacation that we took the girls on, we went to San Diego with friends. We had a beach house. It was mostly great. They really wanted to do SeaWorld, and I am kind of morally opposed to SeaWorld, <laughs> but I was like, well, what else? Again, right. they were at that like two and or no, maybe three and four age. So it was like, there's just not a ton right. other than the beach. So we wanted a non-beach day. Went there. This is another one of those situations where my husband is a little stubborn about what we should need or mm. should be able to do. And he thought we needed no stroller for oh. our three and four year old. Oh, friend. An entire day in SeaWorld. Oh, my back is hurting thinking about this. I'm telling you, this was so funny, though, because we got in. So just the walk from the right. car to the gate. You regret your decision. Julia is laying on the ground, oh. throwing a tantrum because she's tired and hot and like hungry and thirsty and all the things. And I'm like, you better get in that damn line and get that stroller. That's like, right. So that we have to pay. You pay you know, whatever it costs. Yeah, $100 That's to right. rent a stroller, like a cheap stroller for the day. And they were literally sleeping in the stroller by mm-hmm. like 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Like there is no way. Right. But it was like one of those rookie. Sure. Oh, they, they'll be fine. Oh, I've done it too. Because you, know, you don't want the you don't extra want it. thing to yes. manage and deal with. But nope. It was just hilarious because she's just laying on the ground. Oh, it I is can a picture whole situation. It. I can picture yeah. it. Well, I want to share on this topic a great Cup of Joe post that I think came out just this past year. Oh my gosh, that just resonated with me so much. It is right on this topic. It, she shared her number one trip for enjoying family travel, and that is to expect some rough times. Yeah. And I will share this post and just reading it, I think... It was like, yes, articulating this thing that I was kind of already coming to, Mm -hmm. because I remember heading into our Utah road trip that we did last spring break. I just remember thinking, okay, we're going to be in the car for two long days. We are taking a two-year-old. There's going to be some really challenging moments. There's going to be some screaming. Yes. And just accepting that that doesn't mean the trip is a failure. It doesn't mean we're doing it wrong. And just Mm -hmm. recognizing like... That will be this specific amount of time and thinking through, okay, here's the things that we can do during that time. We can stop as soon as possible. We can bust out a special snack. We can Mm -hmm. insert screen time. We can take away screen time. Mm -hmm. You know, we have tools. Exactly. We can ignore. Yes. As hard (laughs) as that is to do. Yeah. So that really helped me. And and kind of and then that post too is just like, yes. And and just her admitting it too. Mm Just saying like that is part of all of our travel. And then the comments are just golden with everyone sharing like these horrible family travel experiences. And, you know, in hindsight, it ends up being these hilarious stories, these hilarious like family lore. But living through it is... And it's always just this like expectation that you spent this money, you've taken this time off work. Like we're supposed to be having fun. I'm doing this for you. It's so hard to like get over that and just be like, look at your partner, crack up laughing Mm -hmm. and be like, this is what it is to have kids. Yes. So I think having that mindset has really helped me a lot. Agreed. Okay. 
So traveling as a family can be wonderful and full of memories, shall we say, as we've established. But I know you and I both love a good solo trip. Mm -hmm. What is great about a solo trip and why should we take one when we get the chance? Let's convince Uh, people right now. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, I love a solo trip. I love that you asked this question. So I will say I'm pretty sure to this point... I think all of my solo travel experience so far has been traveling by myself, but to visit a friend. Mm -hmm. So I'm not by myself once I arrive at my destination, but I would love to take a trip all by myself. I would welcome that. And I think as the kids get bigger and just have more time and stuff, I could see myself doing that, you know, once a year, every few Mm -hmm. years or something. But in thinking about why I love to travel alone, I think just my personality being an introvert and just being someone who loves to be independent, Mm -hmm. traveling by myself just really fills those buckets for me. And the other thing I thought about, there is this element where I feel like I can picture it. Like when I walk out my front door to catch my lift to the Mm -hmm. airport, I just feel this kind of this like weight or something where I'm just off duty yep where I'm only worrying about myself Mm -hmm. I'm not taking care of anyone else not remembering like oh did they bring their water bottle Mm -hmm. are they gonna get hungry are they gonna have a meltdown oh there's just this peace when you're so used to worrying about everyone else in your family and even your spouse kind of automatically do it and don't realize how much it does just running in the background and like even your spouse to an extent like you know chris isn't gonna like have a meltdown but you want to like oh if they're stressed or something like oh yeah let's take care of that for you and just to only have yourself Mm -hmm. oh that feels so good Mm -hmm. so i think too when i travel by myself i think i just feel so present Mm -hmm. in myself, like Mm -hmm. in my body, just with my own thoughts and really have that time to just have those thoughts uninterrupted. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Which I really enjoy doing. And I think that I'm just so present in whatever experience I'm having. Mm -hmm. When I travel, I really notice I really prefer not to spend a lot of time on my phone mm-hmm. and I even like tell Chris like I definitely want to check in with you but I'm not like texting calling mm-hmm. I can even go a couple of days mm-hmm. and maybe we've texted once or twice mm-hmm. and I've asked him too before I'm like you know when I'm traveling I'm just okay? kind of yeah. yeah so present like is that okay he's like oh yeah you know anyway so I just really noticed that and I've also noticed that traveling in general but especially when I'm traveling by myself that I reflect so much and get perspective on things mm-hmm. I love to like take a step back, Mm -hmm. take a step out of life and just think about like, how is this going? How is that going? What am I looking forward to? Mm -hmm. What are kind of my goals coming up? And I just, I find that so just recharging. Yeah. Agreed. All of that. I, I think that as a mom in general, whether you work outside the home or stay at home, whatever, if you are a mom in general, to truly only be responsible for yourself mm. and be away from your house where even the house is not a yes. concern is so huge. Like there's something great about being alone in your house if you're a mom and just being able to like exist in your space, but also to just completely get away from your house and your family and your responsibility. And honestly, to have the chance to miss somebody mm-hmm. like I don't, for me, especially, I mean, we, Jeremiah works from home and I homeschool. We are together a lot. And so like to get the chance to be like, oh, I missed you. And like, I really was looking forward to that hug or whatever. It's really nice. The other thing I really like, like if I go back to Wisconsin by myself or to a friend's, like you said, I feel like I, it allows me to show up for people 
in a different way with more capacity yes. than I have if yeah. I have my whole family in tow because that they're my primary responsibility. Right. But if I can go to help my sister who just had a new baby or, you know, whatever that might look like, I feel like I get to just be an aunt or just be a sister yes. and really connect with those people on a different level. So it's nice to remember that like, mm-hmm. oh, these relationships were around first mm-hmm. or this is, you know, my friend from high school who's known me well before I was a mom. And it's nice to just like mm-hmm. be me with her and not everything be through the mom lens. Yes. So it just feels really, really good. Mm-hmm. And and I agree, like just the chance to think your own thoughts and be present with your own body, even like yes. I'm going to eat when I'm hungry, yes. not to prevent a meltdown of a toddler at 3 p.m. or what, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. what do I feel like tonight? I don't right. have to check in with anybody. Yes. Like that just feels really good and is kind of a unique experience when you're parenting, mm-hmm. so. It is. I have noticed, I particularly look forward to when I travel, getting myself ready for the day. Yeah. Because no one's going to interrupt me. I can take my time. I can enjoy it mm-hmm. instead of like, okay, hopping out of the shower, make someone breakfast. Mm-hmm. Okay, now going to dry my mm-hmm. hair. It is just a little luxury that honestly I don't get very much at home. Even like, am I going to have to be careful how short my skirt is because I'm bending over with a toddler or whatever, (laughs) like all the things that we think about that you Mm -hmm. don't need to. Yeah. So go do it. If you are a mom and I will say this, I am pre, I am preaching what I actually lived when I was super stressed. New mom. We had barely had the girls like six months. I just knew in my soul that I needed like a night, like 24 hours in a hotel locally by myself. I didn't barely leave my room. I ordered room service. Mm. I just needed to be in the quiet, Mm -hmm. the cool crisp sheets, yes, the books, the TV. Like I want to, I just, you like crave that. And sometimes you don't know that that is what is wrong is Mm. that you just need to hit that you need that particular type of rest. Yes. And so give yourself permission yeah. to do that. Get a book a deal mm-hmm. at a local hotel, get a group on, whatever. Just yes. like make it happen. Yes. That need is real and mm-hmm. you really should yes. fill it. Yes. Okay. How do you generally plan for travel? Are you a months in advance checklist kind of girl? I know you love a Google Doc. Yes, I or do. Or are you throwing in a duffel bag the night before and hope for the best? <laughs> like, what does your trip planning process typically look like? Okay. No surprise. I am the months in advance <laughs> planner. But in thinking about this, I realize there's several factors that go into mm-hmm. that. For me, the more details of our trip that are already determined, I realize that really lets me feel off duty when we travel. Mm -hmm. And for me, that is a big part of traveling. I want it to be as relaxing for me as possible. Mm -hmm. And decisions and decisions Mm -hmm. in the moment or decisions taking into account the kids or multiple groups of people is so exhausting to me. And that is work. And I try to minimize that as much as possible on vacation. Like I've really noticed even with a family vacation, it's still going to be work because there are kids involved. But I've just noticed... If things are planned, if I know what to expect, like the big things, I can go into it and I'm more like go with the flow mode. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. And that got really like helps some, me. Some guardrails. Yes, exactly. So there's that. And I will say Chris loves the spontaneous decisions and he would love the night before deciding to travel and throw things in a yeah. duffel bag. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I feel like the way that we can use both of our strengths is I will plan a lot of the big stuff, mm-hmm. like the big rocks, and then... 
I will like get his input and then also it might be like, okay, well this afternoon it's open so we can just see what we feel like, but I'll know that like Chris is in charge of all the details, you know? So that really helps. I also enjoy planning ahead because I love the researching and planning process Mm -hmm. and anticipating Mm -hmm. the trip. And I can't remember if this is a quote about life or a trip generally, but something about getting to enjoy a trip three ways, Mm. like looking forward to it, experiencing it, and then remembering Mm -hmm. it. And I love that anticipating part of it. So in terms of how our trip planning process goes, so Chris and I, we do like an annual kind of goals life summit it, you know for the new year december or january and we'll talk about what trips we think we might take both individually mm-hmm. and as a family during then and i would say by the time we like determine the exact dates or like buy airfare i'll start you know percolating ideas and kind of start wanting to plan mm-hmm. and then what do you think i make <laughs> oh there's a google doc oh yeah <laughs> I'm pulling up a new Google Doc and I will start first with just like a brain dump of anything Mm -hmm. I've been thinking, you know, what we might want to do. But then I will make an itinerary like broken out by Mm. day and an a.m. and a p.m. Okay, like chunks. And I have just found I've been using that now for a few years and it really helps me. I mean, especially just my personality Mm -hmm. wanting to know what to expect. Mm -hmm. But when traveling with kids, just the rhythm of the week. Yeah. Like Be- taking a look at that ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, because worth seeing it. like, okay, I've got us going to this activity in the morning and then this in the evening, mm-hmm. this is going to be really far. Like, and then you can just see, or it's like, okay, we had a really busy day this day. Mm-hmm. Let's make the next morning super chill yeah. or make sure it's something the kids are going to be super excited yeah. about. Yeah. And also pairing things like when we were in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. I wanted to go to the state capitol. Mm-hmm. I was like, the kids are not going to want to do that at all, but we're going to get donuts right beforehand. There you go. You know what I mean? So the donuts is the draw. Exactly. Yeah. So you kind of compare things um, like that. And mm-hmm. so I feel like that really helps. So I'll do a lot of that really big planning, but I have found, and Chris like is so happy for me to do that. And I feel like that's like a strength that I bring, but then I love bringing him into the process be like, okay, this is kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Cause he's so great too about being like, so it looks like we're going to three museums in two days. And I'm just <laughs> thinking maybe, you know, he can, yes. he can be the good counter when I'm like, okay, you're right. That All is right, too I much. need ice cream somewhere in there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I so like what, that. what about you? How, what does it okay, work for yeah, you guys? For me, it totally depends on the trip. I definitely love I guess I'm the trip planner. Mm-hmm. We will joke that I need to make a PowerPoint for Jeremiah before he can get on board. Yes. Like <laughs> I need to kind of have like the big rocks in place, like you said, or researched before he like can see it. Gotcha. And then he's like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's buy the tickets. Let's book the gotcha. hotel, whatever. So I'm definitely, I have a superpower of picking out Airbnbs. I'm yes, really good at it. That is one of your superpowers. I don't know why. I don't know why. I can just tell yep. by the picture. You should offer a concierge yeah. service. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really good at that. I'm really good at finding places to stay. But it really depends on the trip. Like with RV travel now, I'm super organized. Like I am the logistics person and we have like a whole system. I have crates that go back and forth in a special place in the house that like has our kitchen stuff and whatever we need. So that has helped me enjoy it because I find the logistics of camping stressful. Mm -hmm. So if I can have that like handled, now it's pretty much on autopilot and I just refill as necessary and then I can enjoy myself yeah. and relax and you, be okay you getting know a little you're dirty have everything and, to make you comfortable yes, things yes, to eat. that's what it is camping i'm like i don't know if i'm going to be able right. to season this the way i want to and i don't know if i'm going to be comfortable or cold or mm-hmm. so i like i need to have all that in place something like an airbnb weekend trip i 
am really picky about picking the place. And then from there, I can be like, throw everything in a duffel bag. We're just going to basically hang out by the fire and, you know, we can find some local places to eat. I love that. Um, Airplane travel is more stressful to me just Mm. because like you're really trying to pack. Yes. Like I, I, you're trying to pack very thoughtfully. You have to, you have to have, you have certain limits. I like to be packed completely at least a day in advance because otherwise there's always a couple things that you forgot to throw in your bag or need mm-hmm. at the last minute. And then it just compounds and you feel like you're sweating right. by the time you get to the airport and you just have to plan your use of space and you know what you check versus what you carry on right. and that kind of stuff more thoughtfully. Yeah. It's a car trip. It doesn't stress me out anymore because I, I know I can just right. throw extra stuff in there, even that if is, it's not that the most efficient. That is really efficient. nice about a road trip. Yeah. Okay. We thought it might be helpful to go back and forth and each share our top five tips and tricks or products that make traveling easier and more enjoyable. So what you got for us? Let's go back and forth. Okay. I've got a couple of strategies and then I have some specific product recommendations, but my first one is figure out what makes you feel like your best self when you travel. And when you schedule your travel, schedule those things as well. Love it. For me, I have realized I love to have my nails done. Mm, And if it's going to be a longer trip, I love to get a gel manicure. Mm -hmm. Just knowing my nails are going to look great. Nails on a trip. Yeah, I know they're going to look great the whole time. Also, I like to make sure I've had a fresh bang trim Mm -hmm. that makes me feel my best self. Maybe get my eyebrows waxed. I don't know, just things like that. Do you know another thing that I'm working on? And this is getting me because of my underbuyer tendencies. Mm -hmm. I don't wear makeup very often, but then it's often if I'm traveling, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, oh, I would like to put on some mascara, some blush, whatever. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but I have this like three year old mascara right. and I <laughs> right. really need to pair a new trip with like a month ahead of time. Refresh your yeah. dang makeup, Kelsey. There you go. Because that would probably be timing wise about exactly. when you need to do that anyway. I really should. So I'm saying I need okay, to. I like that. And I'm really going to try. Yeah, I like that. And you're always like taking lots of pictures on a trip. Yes, so you want to feel yeah. a little bit more put together. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. I just feel like it's kind of like some of those random things that maybe you don't use all the time, but for a trip. And mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, I wish I had refreshed mm-hmm. this. So mm-hmm. maybe make note of those things. Yes. I will do that as well. Okay. I love that. I have my hangry solution. Mm. So this is okay. hard one with many <laughs> a marital, marital conflict over low blood sugar levels. So... I, first of all, I think part of it was, uh, he was so like, I want to get there. I didn't want to be high maintenance Mm. and like, I need to stop and get a snack or Mm -hmm. whatever. And now I have no shame. I'm like, you will have, you've got about 27 seconds before mean wife is coming out and I don't care if you're hungry or not and just want to get there. We're stopping for a snack. So now I just, and I think having the kids really helped because like he saw like, oh yeah, right. There's something to this like with them. And then, oh yeah, it could probably help all of us to have a snack. So we pack more snacks now in just Mm -hmm. in the car and stuff in general. We will even like, if we are taking a longer RV trip, we will intentionally stop like the last gas stop is like a hearty snack Mm -hmm. so that when we get there, we have time to set up and everything without everybody being hungry and cranky. If we go to like an Airbnb or something, I have a rule. I bring what we need for the first night to put out like a charcuterie board. So some fruit, some crackers, cheese, salami, nuts, whatever, so that I can just immediately start putting that out when we get there and everybody can eat whenever they're hungry. It's there for an hour or two. 
and we don't have to worry about like cooking or finding a restaurant because sometimes you think you're going to be able to find a place and then that place is closed or you get there later than you thought or the weather is bad so it's just really nice so we do that or pizza Mm -hmm. if we know we're going somewhere we can grab pizza that is huge and then even like we will have we will stop and eat something at the airport if it's like okay we have an hour drive to our hotel from mm-hmm. here or we still have to get our Uber or whatever it is we will stop and just like pause because sometimes you just get in a rush for no reason mm-hmm. like you want to start right having fun and we've that. started to just be like okay this the trip has begun like right. we can stop and have a margarita and chips and salsa right. so we're not like losing our minds yes. in an hour so I love that air on the side of eating yes always <laughs> it for adults too yes don't be a hero no eat, eat. a granola bar eat. for crying out loud okay I'm really gonna work on adopting this yes too. And shove one in your husband's mouth who thinks he doesn't need a mm-hmm. snack and gets real short with you by the time you're checking into the hotel. No, you're eating this. Okay, my next, honestly, it's not even a strategy. It is a philosophy that Chris and I have arrived at. Expect the first night of sleep to be crap. Oh, yeah, we for use, everyone. We use a different word, yes. but that is what we say. And I'll even say, you know, we'll be like in the middle of it or heading into it. I'm like, remember, remember about the first night of sleep. So, but we have come up with a couple of things that maybe make it a little better. So we have one kiddo that is just a little bit more of a nervous sleeper. doesn't like things to be different, can wake up feeling Mm -hmm. scared. We have gone to just the first night where we kind of say, here's the sleeping arrangement. Like, what are you thinking? And Chris and I will split up. Okay. So like whatever we need to do to get decent sleep. Exactly. And we have found like, we'll offer that if he seems like he's Mm -hmm. feeling a little bit Mm -hmm. nervous and just like, no problem. Like you and dad are going to sleep in this room Mm -hmm. and then mom and whoever is going to sleep over here. Mm -hmm. And going into it, knowing that is so much better than arriving at that at 1130 PM when you're like hauling your blanket to another room. Exactly. (laughs) And, and I think it puts them at ease too, because then, you know, they're feeling anxious about it or Mm -hmm. just feeling like you're getting frustrated. So anyway, I feel like during travel, it's just like, be really flexible with the sleeping arrangements. Yeah. Because nobody night is especially like getting but, exactly what they want. Yeah. So just do whatever makes the most sense. And, and it's getting everyone the most yes. peaceful night's sleep. Yes, agreed. I love that. For me, packing cubes and a laundry bag. Oh, a laundry bag. I am. So I love my packing cubes, but tell me. So this. actually, I have a set of packing. This is one tip because I have a set of packing cubes that comes with a laundry bag Ooh. for each. And we all have one in a different color. Oh, so we can so combine. Smart. Um, suitcases and everybody can still find their stuff. Love that. Uh, we don't, I mean, we're not quite light enough packers to combine suitcases that yeah. often, but sometimes I can squish the girls into mm-hmm. one, especially if it's summertime. And then they're not fighting because they have their own. It's not like, that's my shirt. That's right. my fit. You know, they have like, some of their stuff is just like the same jean yes. shorts, but two different sizes. Same, so. same for my boys. They're actually wearing the same size. So yeah. it's tricky. So that is so helpful. And then to put... And then to have like a laundry bag that you can just shove all the dirty stuff in. Mm -hmm. So all of the laundry bags, when you get home, go into the laundry room, but everybody's laundry is separated already. So you can get it back to its owner without all of the sorting. Genius. So that is, that is a rule for me. And if I don't have a laundry bag, I will make one like random target bag when I stop for gum or whatever. You are now a laundry bag. Yes. Yes. I christen you. Mm -hmm. I love that. 
Okay, uh, my next tip is to have multiple toiletries bags for just me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm still trying to figure out the optimal solution for traveling with toiletries. I have found I try to be minimal. Like so efficient. And I feel like I don't use that much stuff. Mm -hmm. And yet when I pack the things I want to have, I'm like, why am I bringing all of this? I know, I know. It feels like way too much. So, and then I just feel like having this kind of one bigger bag stuffed with all these little things Mm -hmm. was making it feel extra complicated. So what I have done, the step I have taken is I'm now bringing three separate smaller bags. Mm -hmm. And I found these little canvas pouches that Mm -hmm. aren't even toiletries bags, but I really like them at Target. They're Mm -hmm. really cheap. I will link to them and they're cute. And so I have three different bags. I do one for shower stuff, one for makeup, and then one for what I call counter stuff, like toothbrush, moisturizer, floss. Stuff that lives on your counter at home. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that is my next step on the way to optimizing my toiletries. I feel like I keep seeing on Instagram these super cute ones like that that have um, almost like the cheer varsity letters, you know, that are kind of coming back on like a sweatshirt or yeah. something. And they have like a set of them that's like skin, hair, mm. face, because this is what happens. You're hauling your giant toiletry bag around, which feels like it should be efficient, right? right. I have everything in here I need, except it doesn't fit great anywhere because yeah. you can't just shove it like right. you can a couple smaller ones. Yes. And then you're hauling this whole thing to the bathroom at your mm-hmm. parents' house or whatever when all you really need is your toothbrush. Exactly. Or all, it's like, no, I need my like essentials. Exactly. And then my makeup bag, I could get ready in my bedroom even if I'm staying with somebody yes. or whatever and not use up the bathroom. So it's yeah. just, you use things differently when you're traveling. Yes. And then you're not like digging through one giant yeah. bag to find the floss at the yes. bottom or whatever. Oh, the one <laughs> eyeliner. I hate it. Yeah. Good idea. Okay, my third tip is kid-specific, especially little kids on a plane or a car. And that is, this is the time for the novel, but also mess-free, toys and snacks. Yes. Like, lean in. Yep. To the processed carbs, mm-hmm. lean in to the goldfish, mm-hmm. to the fruit snacks, to the color wonder Yes. Work, you know, like the Crayola no color wonder right. that are expensive and they're going to burn through in 20 minutes. Right. It is worth, worth your 20 it. minutes a piece. <laughs> it's worth it. Get a whole bunch of stickers and a notepad yeah. for them so they don't end up all over the airplane seat or your car mm-hmm. and just be real specific. And I promise you it will work if you just a couple times that they try the window or whatever, <laughs> you take it away and say, oh, no, we'll get that back when we're all done with paper. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, practice at home too. Like right. just kids love putting stickers on paper they Mm -hmm. love it and if you're like can you put all the butterflies find all the butterflies and put them on this butterfly page you just made a butterfly page that wasn't a butterfly page but they think it is and they'll keep it off the window genius the ipad when they might not Mm -hmm. usually use with caution because i do feel like too much ipad time traveling leads to meltdowns as Mm -hmm. well when it gets taken away but i've used even with our girls being older, we'll say like, okay, when we're on the highway, you can start mm. watching a movie yep. or after lunch, it's time to put the iPad away and do something else just so they, yes, but so that they know that's coming. So you don't surprise them with like, nope, no iPad right, right now. Yes. Um, yeah, just lean in totally. and then, and also just like have them on a delay, like 10 minutes later, something new comes yes. out to just always keep have it something else new yep. to pull out. Yep. I, 
after traveling on a plane to Wisconsin last summer with Maeve, I wrote a blog post about the things I packed and did for her. And it was a great trip. She was a great little traveler. And I feel like after all these years of having little kids, I finally Mm -hmm. like just leaned all the way in Mm -hmm. and kind of also knew how much stuff you need to bring. It's always like double what you think you should have for this little tiny person. Yes. I know. Yes. You feel like you can bring all these snacks and they blow through them all yes. just waiting at just the gate. Just because they're bored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's so like, anyway. it's fine if it keeps you happy. <laughs> yeah, so I will link to that in the show notes if you, that'll be good yep. for some specifics. My next tip is to have a travel packing list template that you can customize and use for each trip. I love that. I have this in a Google Doc. I did this yeah, a couple do. years ago and I have used it so many times and really loved it. I think I just took, I think I was making a Google Doc packing list and then I was like, wait a minute, I'll just save this as a template. Mm-hmm. And then each new trip, I can open that up. If it's, I have myself and the kids on there. And so if it's just myself, I can just delete the whole kids mm-hmm. part. And it's just so great because it gives you a great place to get started. It reminds you of those things mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, earbuds for each of the boys. Or mm-hmm. you're like, oh yeah, make sure you have this extra charger. Make sure I grab grab some cash, like whatever it is. And then, you know, can easily customize like, you know, well, this time I'm going to bring a sweatshirt or whatever. Um, and it's super handy. So I'll make that customize it. And then I personally like to print it off and have Mm -hmm. the printed version so I can Mm -hmm. cross stuff up or like add extra notes Mm -hmm. as I go. But that has been a great tool. Love that. Love that so much. Um, my fourth one is kind of similar to what you were saying in your trip planning. And that's for me, I've discovered, especially if I'm traveling with kids, One, planning one main thing a day. Yes. And then leaving either the afternoon or morning Mm -hmm. or evening like free for, you may still end up with lots of running around one day, but it's like, it's what everybody can handle that day. Or it's just because this other person wanted to see you while you were in town Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I just think like, if you don't leave that, it ends up feeling like the most exhausting trip or leaving that time for like extra downtime to have coffee with your mom in the morning when you wake up like I I think when we first moved out here and started going back to Wisconsin to visit we would just pack everything so full because I I missed people and I wanted to see everyone but it felt like I got quality time with nobody Mm -hmm. then and so I think it's okay to just like plan on some downtime yes love that Okay, my last tip is to have pantry staples stocked before you leave home for an easy meal and breakfast Mm. or have a predetermined grocery list that you order for grocery pickup and make sure you you set an alarm on your phone for like the day before to put in the order. Just because same thing with arriving somewhere. When you arrive home, there's so much unpacking, just all the getting home You don't want to worry about what's for dinner. You don't feel like cooking dinner, Mm -hmm. but obviously everyone's hangry or decide like we're going to order pizza or takeout from this favorite spot. Just Mm predetermine your... And you're literally like ordering on the way home from the airport. Yes. Predetermine that dinner and then make sure you have like milk and cereal, some bagels, you know, whatever set for breakfast the next day too. So you don't have to be like, I got to get up the next morning, go right to the store. Have your creamer for your coffee, all of that. Yes. Yes. I love that. Um, my last one is as soon as possible, and I'm talking 12 inch legs that can walk (laughs) as soon as humanly possible, have kids in charge of some amount of their Mm. own stuff. This, I don't know what this, at least for my kids, this was magic because they felt so big and grown up, like walking through the airport with their little owl backpack or their little pony backpack. 
They looked so stinking cute. Um, And they had like some ownership over their little favorite stuffed animal or their even just like I would pack the sound machine in one of their backpacks because they that was like their comfort item. Mm -hmm. You know, like they had that. They had a couple snacks that were free for them to choose. I mean, now my girls are older, but then they love packing their own backpack. And I'm like, hey, if it fits in your backpack and you have all the other essentials in your suitcase, you may bring it. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't care what it is. Throw that whole stuffed shark in there. That's right. And so it just it really helps with like I think we don't realize sometimes how much kids are getting bossed around on a trip because Mm -hmm. it's like. Go here. Take right. your shoes off. Go through security. And do, they don't know what to expect. Yeah, and they're like, what the heck? And so it's just all these commands coming at them. So to have something that's just for them to feel big, it also really saves your back and helps you. Yes. To, because because if they have their little rolly suitcase or their little backpack, they also don't want to be carried as right. much because they want to be big. And you're like, okay, yes. <laughs> Jeremiah literally like injured a bicep once at the airport carrying Julia around before we discovered this and she was probably overtired and really needed it too but it was like oh as soon as possible just have them even if it's not there's nothing of real value in there I just think that it's another place you can shove something if you stop and get a candy bar and you don't have any more room in your carry-on you know what I mean they could put their diapers in there oh yeah oh I think it's so great yeah to to give them some ownership Mm -hmm. of the trip too like some independence and then hopefully saving your back and a little bit Mm -hmm. of extra packing room yeah Mm -hmm. I love that okay I think that's it. Is that yeah. all our tips? Oh, I love tips talking about travel. I know. I am going to Wisconsin this week with the girls, and I'm like, I need to get me a Google Doc. That's Why right. have I never done that? Oh, you need to. Why have I never done that? I need to get a lot of snacks. Mm-hmm. I need to... Make- oh, something else. This is a bonus tip for okay. you, friends, because I just had the girls doing this this morning. I was like, you need to go, because they'll lay out their outfits, right? But when we're going to such a different climate... Mm-hmm. They will think jeans fit them that haven't, oh, you yes. know, from like a year ago. Right. And I'm like, no, I want you to do me a fashion show. Mm-hmm. And nice. like, they think that's fun anyway. So I'm like, you have to show me each outfit Very as a fashion nice. show and show me what shoes you're going to wear with it. Smart. So that it's not just like, uh, that, I don't know if that fits you. Try it on. Make, right. you know, they, so they've, I said, go get it all ready. And when I come home from podcasting, you're going to show me your fashion show. All right. So I love it. That is a helpful tip. All right. What are you currently obsessed with? Okay. This is an obsession that could go, that would be great for travel. So it's also like a little bonus. These are my loop earplugs. Mm. I think I've told Mm -hmm. you about these. So I mentioned on our middle age and aging episode that I wear earplugs when I exercise Mm -hmm. because it's just so loud in Mm -hmm. those classes to like save my ears and stuff. And I was just using these kind of disposable, use them for several times, but nothing special earplugs. And I've been hearing about this brand loop earplugs and I got some for myself and I really like them. Good. So they fit really well. Um, It just, you know, they fit well in your ear and they have all these different little kind of like AirPods do Mm -hmm. to like fit your ear. Customize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it's just this little like loop that sits in your kind of Mm -hmm. ear cavity. So it's like sits nice and snug. And I feel like it, you know, just like looks as nice Mm -hmm. as an earplug can. And there's just the specific way that the earplugs are made are let in as much quality of sound while still like diminishing the overall sound. Like the decibels. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And so I actually found when I first started wearing them, I could hear so much better. So at first I was like, ah, are these still protecting my ears? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. not used to that. And I don't think they're decreasing it by as much of like a decibel level, but still 
enough that's protecting my ears. And so I feel like I can hear perfectly well while I'm wearing them. Um, and so love wearing those in my classes. I have also found them very helpful to wear at the house sometimes. I have a toddler that has Mm -hmm. some screamy phases Mm -hmm. or even just kids being super loud and they're not, it's not naughty, but it's just loud. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to keep being like, keep it down or whatever. I pop those in and And when my kids are on like that, I found I don't want the white noise of AirPods Mm -hmm. or I can't be listening to an audiobook or music. Mm -hmm. Like I just need the sound level to come down a little bit. And they have been, yeah, they've been great for that. So I think that could be great for travel too. Just like in loud situations or something, you might want earplugs or for sleeping. I Mm -hmm. think they're great for that. So yeah. Perfect. Love it. Um, Mine is, I'm all about getting myself some capsule shoes like quality shoes that will go with lots of outfits that just I'm just the type to like pick up a cute pair at Target Mm -hmm. or and it just ends up being I'm like no what do I want as like my main shoes spend a hundred dollars a pair on them or whatever and you're gonna wear them a lot Mm -hmm. so I just got that I've wanted for a couple of years now the Lada from Stockholm like the Swedish clog sandals oh those sound really cute lightweight wooden bottom so it has like a tiny heel They're super comfortable. It just has like a closed toe situation. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it's the perfect shoe for Arizona Mm -hmm. because it's technically a sandal, but you could wear it in the fall and winter here too. Goes great with like a cropped wide leg pant. Goes great with a dress. It's just like my new, so it's just like that nice brown camel color. Goes with everything. Cute, cute. And I just ordered myself some Doc Martens. Did you? Mm -hmm. You're going all old school. The Birkenstocks, the Doc Martens. Bring it all back. What do I want to wear that's comfortable, that feels cool to me? That would go with like you know a lot of the '90s styles are back, like with jeans. What color are the Doc Martens? They're just black. Just the basic. I had Black. the I had the basic brown ones. Yeah, I remember. I did too, and oh. I was so proud of them. Oh my gosh! I Bought love them it. with my babysitting money. Yeah, I, think, I feel like I remember saving up for yeah. a while. Oh yeah, my mom was not buying me those. She's like, "That is ridiculous <laughs> amount of money." I can't wait to see those. Yeah, on but I'm you. like, I'm grown. That's right. And Jeremiah will drop 150 bucks on a pair of shoes and not bat an eye. And he wouldn't if I did either. But mm-hmm. I feel like this weird, it's like something I'm weirdly cheap about. Mm, interesting. So I'm starting to lean into okay. a quality shoe. All right. The capsule shoes. Yeah. I love it. You know, we got to protect these joints and <laughs> yes, these heels. I can't be getting heel spurs. <laughs> these, in these ears, these feet. Yes, yes it's worth we're getting, it. We're getting up there. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to check out our Patreon page if you're looking for more ways to connect and support the show. You can also catch up with us on Instagram. We're High Girls Next Door. The show notes with links for everything mentioned in this episode are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And feel free, as always, to send us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Who knows? Who knows how to make a podcast? Who knows? Not us. Not us. <laughs> Not us. Do you want to know what Jeremiah just asked me while you're checking sound I do. levels over I do there? Want to know. On the way out, he was. The girls were asking me what the topic was today, and I said traveling. And then he was like, "Do you like plan out all your topics on the retreat every year?" I was like, "Yes." Thank you for paying attention. I've also noticed that when I travel by myself, and traveling anytime, but maybe especially with myself, with myself. <laughs> <laughs>